Heavenly Father, I know it's been written this since the beginning. I'm seeking your truth and I'm seeking your wisdom. You got it, my steps. Now you Hello, I'm Dr. Joshua. Hey, I'm Raven. And I'm KP. And this is In the Text, Woo! episode eight. Ocho. Eight, eight, eight. Yes. Woohoo! We made it. We are here. We here. Yes. Yeah. We here. Woo! We here, baby. We made it. Yes, eight episodes into breaking stereotypes about the Bible that hinder and create barriers for people yeah. to read the Bible. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I hope I hope you've been reading. Yeah. And I hope you've been following along. Yeah. Yes. Let us know up to this point. Like, what are some things? <laughs> that was serious. <laughs> Even Siri is excited. She's ex- about excited in about in the text. <laughs> Yeah. Siri been trying to get in the text. Right. (laughs) Always talking when I'm not calling. Right. (laughs) But when I do have a question, she don't want to answer. Yeah, pretty much. It's giving. Hmm. Uh, But yeah, no, let us know what you've been thinking up to this point. Let us know what God's been showing you as you've been getting in the text. We're only up to where are we at in the text? Chapter three. Still in chapter three. Still in chapter three. But guess what? This is episode eight. We're about to skate on up. <laughs> we'll see. Um, you know. We right. were doing skating last week. <laughs> right. We got to what, two verses. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, um, yeah, we kind of were at a crossroads last week. Y'all, yeah. uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a little bit, a little jab to it. We good? We good? You know, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, we're on yeah, I think yeah, we're on the yeah, same yeah. well not on the same page, but Yeah, I think you know, you have to learn how to especially, you know, with the with the text, yeah. you gotta learn how to how to agree to disagree and yeah. you know, just come to a common ground and respect yeah. each other's, you know, opinions. For sure. I think something so. you said in like episode one, like when you're in different stages of life, you might see the Bible mm, in a different way that you haven't seen true. it before. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. you know, different stages. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think we should invite our fourth co-host. Pray for peace this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and may, unity and harmony. May yeah. his peace be with you. Uh, Raven, why don't you do the honor? Oh, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Dear God, man, we just thank you for even allowing us to be here, God. We thank you even for bringing this idea to our lead pastor, Father God. And um, God, we're so excited to get into your word today, Lord. We thank you that humble us, Father God, and allow your words to speak forth from us in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you that new revelation will be discussed on today. And ultimately, we'll hear what you want to share with us in this text. Be with us. We invite you here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Great prayer. Amen. All right. All right. Woo-hoo. So we'll see how much we get through <laughs> chapter three. This is some serious stuff. We've talked about the serpent. So so first of all, for those of you yeah. who are catching us. Uh, Where are we at? Yeah. So let me summarize chapter three yet again. So <laughs> this is Adam and Eve. Yes. And they are, they basically lost paradise. The first couple of chapters was God creating the heavens and the mm-hmm. earth and the animals and Adam and Eve. And it was Perfect. And an enemy enters the scene and tempts them to rebel against God. So unwise. They do it anyway. And as a result, God is really telling them what the consequences are of their decision, which includes the tempter, which is the serpent, which we've already discussed, is there's something more going on than animalistic behavior. Yeah. Clearly. We talked about that last week. And then, of course, we talked about what God pronounced about Eve and 
Today we're going to get into what God pronounced about yeah, Adam. Yeah. And the remaining part of the, the chapter as well. So. Ooh, that was a good recap. Yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, that was good. good. It kind of said right to where we are. Yeah. So, so let's see here. First of all, any left, any any loose ends from last time that the questions or anything from before? Or we really want to go straight into Adam's situation. I'm personally, I think we're kind of good. Okay. I think, I think the, yeah, I think we did well with it. Okay. Can somebody then read, reread Genesis 3, uh, 17 through 19? And then we'll we'll just, you got it. Recall (laughs) what what God said to Adam. Here we are. Uh, And to Adam, he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife, wife, and you have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Curse is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of all the days of your life. Sheesh. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and the dust you shall return. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is hefty. Power. What do y'all think about that? Eve got this little bitty, I mean, as you said last week, I mean, painful, painful outcome, but just a couple of lines. Yeah. Yeah. Adam gets a mouthful. Right. Yeah. That just, um, to me, that just shows a level of responsibility. Um, mm. You know, when you grow up in a, um, a, uh, a household with a lot of kids, for me, I'm the youngest of 10. Ooh, so, Jesus. Ooh, you got away with a lot. Right. <laughs> a whole lot. So yeah. when it comes down, like parents leave the house and they leave, you know, the older ones in charge. Yeah. So if something is messed up, it don't come to me. Yeah. The hammer's going to come down on the, on the older ones because I gave you the responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of the same thing here. Mm. Wow. Makes sense. No, it does. And also, like, something you pointed out, I think over several episodes is that God first gave the command, the charge to Adam. So going back to your responsibility point, like, hey, I gave this to you. This is a direct result of you disobeying what I said. Yeah, I think it's just God rightfully, Mm. rightfully giving um, the punishment that Adam deserved. He was disobedient. I like that. I like that you said that rightfully. Like he's a just God. Yeah. Ah, that's yeah. so good. What other guy can he be? Man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but it is harsh, though. It's super harsh. It sounds like it's just looking like you're giving and you're giving and you're pouring and you're doing all this, but you are not getting, mm. you're not getting a result or a crop from what you're sowing into. Like, it's like literally the ground is against you. Like, you're giving it all you have and... I don't know. This curse seems, I don't know. I'm thinking about it in today's text, just with like men and like just some of the struggles and things like that. Like it sounds like no matter what I do, like I am just not giving what I'm putting into this thing, but we don't got to go there yet. But that's just what it's looking like. Okay. All right. Yeah. What do you, what do you make of the, you kind of touched on it, Raven, the harshness of it. What do you make of how the curse is articulated? So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh huh. 
Yeah, for sure. I think um, you mentioned it uh, last week when you talked like, you know, God never cursed the man or the woman, you know, but he cursed the ground. Yeah. Yes. So the very thing that you're going to have to produce is going to be painful. Yeah. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to make you irritated. It's going to make you want to give up. So just, yeah, man. You and I were talking before off camera about um about worship. Mm. And you were sharing how um, uh, you know, worship could be, especially for like animals and creatures, like, you know, a dog barking could in a sense be a form of worship because they're doing innately what God created them to do. Right. Right? right. They don't have a soul. And so when I look at curse be the ground, going back to what you said about other people maybe receiving a punishment or maybe affected by the choices of our actions. So the ground here, it doesn't have a soul. It isn't a person, of course. But the ground is now suffering a punishment or a curse because of Adam's decision. So we have now affected, even think about nature today, right? And, you know, what's going on in nature. Our choices have even put an effect onto the physical ground and the physical earth. Oh, my God. That is so good because even, like, weeds grow up yeah. out of the ground, right? Yeah. When people are trying to, you know, grow their uh, their vegetables and different things. Yeah. But you have all these different things grow up inside. Now I got to tear this out. I got to tear this yeah. out. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's good. And the earth is no longer in harmony with us. Hmm. Ah, that's so good. Naturally, it's wow. an, it's antagonistic. Got a. Hmm. I mean, these aren't the words he used, but you know, the toil, like the. So what comes to my mind is like he got to fight with it. Right. Since. Yeah. I mean, he was taking care of he was taking care of the earth before with the garden. Easy too. Yes. And it was doing what it was. Or supposed at least to. it wasn't toil. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, when you when you, when you just mentioned Toya, you know, have you ever I forgot I forgot that tool that you use when you digging up the uh the dirt, you know, when you, when you turn it over the dirt, it just sometimes if you're not strong enough, it'll pull you. It'll, really? You will fall. Yes, because the machine is digging all Man, the where dirt. You it's, it's, <laughs> what is this? So I mean, you grew up in I mean we we used to have to work on the weekends uh, at in my, the ground on my old church. No, we had to go and help people with their with their yards and really, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Ooh, Jesus! <laughs> but it made me think of that, like toil, the labor. You yeah, know, it's it's not it's not easy. Hmm. It makes me think of a car without power steering. Y'all don't oh, probably man. recall remember <laughs> them days when what? they had cars without power steering. Yeah, power steering. <laughs> like a raven. What is what that? is a power steering? <laughs> That's why it's so easy to turn the car when you're driving. Yeah. Because there's something helping you to turn it. Oh, it didn't used to be that way. No. Nah, you it was, was having oh, a... wow. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Not I. Now as much... <laughs> I remember, yeah, I, I, when I was younger, there was a friend of mine who had a car, and I, I would drive it sometimes, and they didn't have power steering. And you, you work out your farms. Yeah. You go really? Through. Yeah. Well, thank God for that invention. I'm sorry. <laughs> so no more power things. So so but the thing is, the earth does produce. Yeah. yeah. You just have to work really hard for it. Ah. By the sweat of your brow. Yes. Man. I like that you said that the earth still does produce. Hmm. 
I mean, yeah, because I like to relate it to today's time, right? Like, like even when you go to work. Okay. You've been at jobs to where I'm working, I'm getting a paycheck, <laughs> but I'm still struggling. Yeah. Frustrating. Like, you yo. right. <laughs> you getting the paycheck, yeah. but it is a struggle. Yeah. So yeah. the same thing here. Like, yo, you go, you go get some crop, but it's going to take somebody. I'm going to put some work in it. Yeah. Hmm. So let me ask you this question. Uh-oh. What if you don't toil? Ooh, good God almighty. Good God almighty. What happens if you don't toil? Don't toil. Right? Mm-hmm. Master sound a little easier. If you don't toil, you're not getting nothing. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah. man, don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> if you don't toil, what you going to get? Yeah, you can't produce nothing. It wasn't like that before. That's good. Oh snap! That's Your so show good. wasn't. I like that. It just sure like wasn't. you said, like nature now is working against you. At first, it was working for you, so you didn't have to do those necessary things. You didn't have to toil. It was already there. Oh for you. shoot! All you gotta do is go. Just go pick it, yeah, Adam. It was already <laughs> doing its thing. Just go pick it. Oh snap! Now you gotta work. Oh, snap. Sorry. No. Okay. So, so think about that. What kind of conditions does that create? Got to toil. Yeah. To eat. So you're always working so that you can eat. Well, you're always working if you're always working. Right. Does that mean that everybody's going to toil? If you want to eat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I got it. But is it possible to want to eat but not want to toil? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I miss it then something. what happens? <laughs> So you're frustrated with toiling because you have to do it to eat. Okay, sure. Yes, you do. I think I'm missing something. Well, okay. So you have a new scenario. Okay. To eat, you got to toil. Does everybody toil? No. No. Why not? Some people are lazy. Some people... It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I, I can't finish this. So, yeah, it's different reasons. Yeah. Or they're not able to, like, by, you know, a disability or by circumstance. They're not able to. Okay. Do other people toil? Are there some people who toil, some people who don't yeah. toil? Okay. Yeah. Then what happens? <laughs> some people get the harvest, some people don't. Ooh, some people eat, some people don't eat. Ooh. Oh. Are we bleeding that over into chapter four? <laughs> right, well, that's I mean, I, like. I just you create a scenario <laughs> where some people have and some, some people, people don't. don't. So yeah. then now we're 
not in harmony anymore. No. Now we're in contention. Wow. Yes. Jealousy. Sorry. Ooh, envy. Yeah. Right. Wow. So it naturally feeds into that. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So now. Whoa. Yes. Because even like, I'm going to go far left, but stay with me. For like women, right? If you talk about populations, like they say there's more women than men. Mm-hmm. Okay. They say. A lot of. <laughs> you mean in general? It's, yeah. I mean, it's close to 50%, though. Close? Yeah, overall. Like, in some particular countries, it's not even. But for the most part, it's pretty easy. Globally. Okay. But pretty I think even. women are slightly more than men. Okay. Yeah. Some women view others as competition naturally. In any scenario, like just walking into a room, they're eyeing you and sizing you up. Like, just just naturally, right? And so when you think about this, and it could be for various reasons, but naturally because of whatever they're looking for, whatever they got going on, whatever's going on with them, yeah. naturally there's, I can't be at harmony with you naturally. Naturally, there's some type of tension um, between me and another person naturally. Because of whatever circumstance it is, there is some type of a contention there. How are you tying that to the ground? I'm not tying it to the ground per se. I'm just talking about relationally. Okay. Relationally because of this specifically the ground, but relationally because of either lack of resources because of a struggle and not a struggle. There's always some type of a a, a pressure here between man and man. Like we don't naturally live in harmony. Like in the world, in the world yes, system, yes, apart yes, from Christ, yes. there's a, this natural competition. I just use women because that's something so I go about through. The, the sin aspect. Yeah, of what has happened because what has happened, has caused... the world's natural system flows to competition just between brothers. Yes, like we're naturally in competition, and I'm saying that because competition over what. <laughs> I don't know. It could be a, a mixture of things. Okay. But, but, okay, but, but going back to the text. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I said, what are we competing over? <laughs> In the text, I would say the harvest. <clears throat> yes. The harvest. Right? Those things that sustain basic right. life. Oh, life. basic needs. Right? Resources. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. I don't know where I was going. That was it. <laughs> Just it's a natural conti- because okay, there's a verse in John 17, and then I'll wrap up. And John 17 is Jesus's prayer, and he talks about that he's he's praying for unity. Oh my goodness! He's praying for unity, and what I love about John 17 is it shows the heart of God. It shows the heart of Jesus. This mm. is what he's praying before he goes to the cross. So this is a bigger issue. This is a bigger issue. It's a subtle one that you have to really, like you said, like think about to see. But this issue of contention and strife, it wasn't the original design. No. The original design was harmony. It's something you don't think about often, but the original design oh. is harmony, community. And that's why even the body of Christ is just so important um, for unity. I'm derailing. However, <laughs> it was just really, no, it was just, all those things clicked in my head. It was just really beautiful to see that that was stripped from us as well in the garden was natural un- unity and mm, harmony. Yeah. There's so much harmony. Yeah. And he said, <clears throat> I'm going to curse the very thing that produced 
the necessities of life. Yes. Yeah. And you got to work for now, it. Now, I want you to think about something. You see that word eat? Uh-oh. Mm. Yep. Where, where did we see this before? Earlier when he told him not to eat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. You had it all. <laughs> and, okay, so when, so they're being punished for eating from the tree, right? And then Adam's, the thing that's specifically said to Adam is, the ground is now is cursed, right? Because of you. And now you have to work really hard to eat. Right. Because of what? Because of your sin. Okay, but what was the sin? Oh, because they ate of the tree of knowledge, good and evil. Yes. Yeah. But what when they ate of the tree, what were they doing? They were freely eating. Yes. Okay, yes, they were freely <laughs> eating. But when they ate from the tree that God told them not to eat, what mm-hmm. were they doing? Disobeying. They were disobeying. Yes. And (laughs) (laughs) whose tree was it? It was theirs. It was theirs. That's who? God gave it to him. Wasn't it God's tree? It was it was his tree. But he said, hey, I'm giving you this tree to Did he give him that tree to eat? Oh, no, that wasn't their oh, tree Oh, not the eat. tree of God. Not no. Not so whose tree, tree was that? Eating? That's true, yeah. Whose tree did they eat from? I don't know whose tree that was. <laughs> <laughs> whose tree was that? Wait a minute. No, I'm really confused whose tree was that. If God made the trees and he says, all these trees you can eat from except this one. <laughs> That's, that's, that's God's tree. Yes. <laughs> you can't eat from it. That's mine. And so if he says don't eat it. <laughs> yep. You're competing for God's, for a resource that does, you're competing for God's resource. Mm, yeah. You're basically competing against it. Doesn't even belong to you. No. Wow. Hmm. Wow. That's good. Whoosh. So let me ask you something. If you would do that to God, you would do it. Yes. Man. Hmm. You know how hard it is to make apples, oranges, bananas. Yeah. Wouldn't it be easier if I just take from the fruit that you made, that my that my neighbor made? Yeah. And come up with a good reason why I should have it? Wow. Even though it's not mine? Wow. That's tough. That is. That is. Let me ask you something. Do you think the serpent, who we believe is more than a serpent, stopped deceiving after he was cursed? Of course not. Oh, no. The serpent itself? I mean, the serpent who we... Who we... Yes, who we believe represents the devil. Or this cosmic enemy of God. Mm-mm. You, so you bringing this up, man, it it makes me think of even more why God, I know we're moving further ahead, but even more with the Ten Commandments. Like, God, I believe that God took that to heart 
like yo don't covet your neighbor's wife don't you know don't don't look at this don't have no other god before me don't don't do none of those things because don't cover somebody else's things mm. like this was my tree that I told y'all not to eat from. Yeah. And now this whole chaos, and now I got to come fix everything. Wow. And when we dabble into covering other people's things, that messes up other things. Mm. You know, especially, That's a good point. especially if we call ourselves believers. That is a good point. Right? Yeah. If we call ourselves believers, yeah. we are representing who? Christ. God. Mm-hmm. Now I got to come clean up your mess because you messing up my name. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so I think I think that's why he kind of took those commandments. That's to good. Heart, like, don't mess up, you know. But. That's good. Yeah, I mean, every man, like to what you were saying, every man is created in the image of God. Every man is created with a purpose and a plan specifically for you. If you're looking over to the left and the right, you're not doing what God called you to do, what he ordained you to do. Like, so because you're looking at what they have and it might be easier to get grab their resources— you're not staying in your lane and doing what God called and commanded you to do. You could be the answer to somebody's problem, but you sit up here worried about somebody else getting the easier route. You're not even fulfilling it in the will of God for your life because you're over here and over there. Stay in your lane. Stay out your tree. Stay out, the- <laughs> Stay out somebody else's tree. <laughs> but, but my thing is this is the same lie. Yeah. No, for sure. You have to you're coveting right. something that does not belong, belong to, to you. you. Why? Yep. Why? For your own gain. For your own, yeah. Okay, if you're if you're trying to take something that belongs to someone else, then what do you think? That you can't get it. You don't have the resource to get it. You don't yeah, you don't have enough. Do yep. yep. Oh! Going back to the original. Oh! You don't have enough. Yes. Ah, that's so good. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, just yep. like in, originally, like they were created in the image of God. It was enough to be created in the image. You wanted to almost to be like, yeah. right? You wanted, like you said, that was God's tree. If you're in competition with God, what are you? What are you inevitably saying that you're trying to be? Oh, that's real. That even goes back to the top, the top of uh, chapter three. Yeah, right. You said, yo, um, God basically is holding something back from you, right? You know, just like you said, now you feel like you don't have enough. Yeah. You know, so. Wow. That's good. That's That's sad. Yeah, sad too. (laughs) So instead of trusting that God provides, Mm. you toil, you compete, you fight for resources resources to get an advantage over other people. Now, I'll admit it doesn't say all of that here specifically, but I do think that this sets the stage for for why human beings contend with each other. For sure. Oh, yeah. That was a perfect segue if I ain't heard one. For sure. Because we we haven't got chapter four yet. I won't talk about it right (laughs) now. But like it just, it's just, it's just, there are resources available, but you got to work hard for them. Yeah. And, you know, think about it. Like, the earth is not even like, how can I say? The resources aren't evenly spread around the earth. So you go to certain places around the earth, they have more water or they have yeah. rivers to help you to travel. Some places have gold. 
Some places have silver. Some places are tropical. So the, the same resources aren't in every place. And they require different kind of skills to get them. So it's not even. Yeah. Hmm. Good. So if, if, if like the earth is not set up where everything's evenly spread out, then what do you got to do? <laughs> you got to go somewhere else and get what you want. Okay. But everybody else wants that too. They gonna fight for it. Yes. <laughs> they wanna uh, keep it. Well, wars. Oh. Ain't no way we just did all that from verse. <laughs> what verse we at? The, the earth no longer generously gives out its blessings to you. Ooh. You have to work for them, and by implication, you have to compete with other people for, for them. them. Wow. And oh man. Wow. Hmm. That's tough. That is tough. That's tough. Welcome to a world of the haves and the have-nots. Welcome to a world of war. Already. Wow. That's good. That's good. That's really sad. It is. Wow. So, <laughs> they have this curse, right? And, you know, so the serpent has gotten his pronouncement. Eve has gotten her pronouncement. Adam has gotten his pronouncement. None of it is really exciting. Yeah. But then what do you think, like, what do you make of verse 20? Like, after all of these things have been spoken over them. Like, Raven, can you read that? In verse uh, 20, uh, 320, Genesis 3.20, it says, Adam named his wife Eve because she will become the mother of all living. <laughs> Y'all think about that. You finally get a name. <laughs> he had a name. Woman. Woman. Yeah. Woman. <laughs> now she got a real name. <laughs> <laughs> like we in this thing, you, can, right. you need a real name. Right. Man. Don't hate on her first name. You gotta get your nickname now. <laughs> her name right. is Woman Eve. Woman Eve. Woman Eve. Yeah. yeah, man. We talk about Eve meaning life, right? That's what it means, yeah. Because she would become the mother of all living. Yeah. That's just, I don't know, it just seems very awkwardly placed. Mm. Like, it seems very, like. What's awkward about it? Because we just got all these curses, all these pronouncements, and then Adam trying to be positive. I will name you Eve. Adam trying to be positive? Why did you? <laughs> because, like. That sounds like he's being, you make it sound like he's being disingenuous. That is a big word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that means like he's, he's uh, he doesn't, his motives aren't pure. That's what it suggests. No, I wouldn't say his motives aren't pure. I would say he's trying to put a positive thing on it. Well, at least you're going to have, at least you're going to be given life. Because all of this sounds to me like just death and curses. Mm -hmm. 
And it sounds like he's trying to be positive. Like, well, I'm going to just call you life because at least there's going to be more of us here. There's going to be more life happening, even though they'll have to go through all of this once they get here. That's why it seems awkwardly placed. So he's trying to say a joke in the midst of a funeral. <laughs> Keep it lighthearted. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. What do you think, KP? Um, man, I would just, I would just daydreaming. I would just daydreaming. <laughs> it's about, um, you know, like God giving him the responsibility to give his wife an identity. Which is a whole nother thing. Oh my God. Because I know that fathers are the ones who give identity. And so the oh. man has that responsibility of giving identity identity. He gave he given his wife identity by calling her the woman of all living, knowing that life is gonna flow through you. So sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he he gave he just, her identity. He did. Like, at first, he was woman, right? And now God gave him the responsibility to name his wife. But he had named her already. This is she different. She had an identity. This is different right here. Why is this different? Because, uh, first, the name, which is a meaning of a name. Yeah. So, like, now, like, you're going to be the mother of all living. Mm -hmm. This is going to be your responsibility. You have Recall. a position now. Before I had the position, right, and to protect and provide and all the other stuff for you, but now you also have your position in giving birth to life. She's going to be the mother of all living. Is is so. Here's here's a question, and I. I ask it because I've I've had a conversation with this about a there's a theologian that uh -oh. I actually I want to have him here on our show one of uh -oh. these days. But he he brought out this point. Did Adam and Eve have kids already? That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so God told them to be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. They meet each other for the first time. Yeah. Like, why are they even wasting time? <laughs> why are you wasting time, <laughs> bro? I mean, it doesn't tell us, but I mean, I, I don't. Why would that be delayed until after they fell? And I don't know how long they were in the garden doing whatever they were doing right. or how long the serpent was doing whatever he was doing, mm -hmm. but right. it's a it's a question. Yeah, sure. I don't it really know the answer. A question. Yeah. Yeah. Opens up some other possibilities. It is a question for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have thoughts, but you know. Now, the other possibility that I think people more commonly connected with is going back to what we had said about the serpent earlier in the chapter, what God said about the serpent, and that the serpent, the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent is going to be at odds with each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, maybe Adam sees her differently knowing that she is the 
like in her is the anecdote. To in the her still is life to the problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's bringing life. Um, so, you know, so I, I think, and, and I, I, you said she's bringing, you said she's bringing life to the problem? Yeah, like she's bringing, going back to what I said about being positive, some type of life and hope eventually. I don't eventually. like that word positive. You make it sound like it's some throwaway. <laughs> He's just trying to be positive. I think, listen, wasn't he naming the animals before? Yeah. To me, this takes him back to the same kind of purposeful intentionality what, what he when he was like something, something about this moment. I feel like he's going back yeah. to his original mind frame, even though he's he's um, fallen. Right. But like. I just wonder if this was just a wake up call for him. Nah, that's good. When you thought about that, it made me think about you know when we uh, when we sin, right? Yeah. God, I won't do it no more. I'm back. Right, right, I'm right. Back. I'm, I'm back, God. I am I'm here. I'm with I you. Was. It's me and you. I'm I'm back to my original yeah. position. We made it. And so it's like you said. That's probably probably was awakening for him, like a wake up call. Okay, let me get back. So, <laughs> well, I think we should pick this up in our next episode. To see what this is all about, they were cursed. They, they are where the the pronouncements came, and then it seems like Adam is about to pivot here, or he is pivoting. Uh, let's unpack what that is next next week. Yes. All right. Let's get it. So I'm Dr. Joshua. I'm Ray. And I'm KP. Signing off, but never signing out. So till next time, make sure that you get, get in the, the text. text.